I felt like there was something else that it, it's just like it nicks at you. It's like yes. you never feel complete. You never right. feel I know that whole, right? Mm -hmm. And it, mm -hmm. it does. It's not about money. No, it's not about money. It's no. not about any of that stuff mm -hmm. because you could make all the money you want, but if you're not aligned with where you're supposed to be, that's right. You will forever. You're always gonna question yourself. Mm -hmm. You're always gonna be wondering mm -hmm. what ifs. It's just gonna be a depressing life. Welcome to the Living Her Truth podcast, where we have honest conversations about what it means to live a purpose-driven life. I am your host, Lakeisha Woodard from LakeishaWoodard.com, the place where women receive the tools necessary to feel seen, heard, and supported while pursuing their purpose. And now every week, you'll learn those same tools through candid and transparent conversations. Hey family, welcome to another episode. I am so excited that you are here. I do not take it lightly that you decided to hit that play button and spend about an hour of your time with me. So with that being said, I want you to know that I'm 100% invested in your self-awareness journey. So you better believe that every week I'm bringing my A-game for providing you the tools necessary so you can live a more fulfilled, purpose-driven life. And on today, today's conversation is no different because as you know, for the month of August, I've been doing a flashback or rewind, if you will, of some of my favorite conversations here on the podcast. And today's conversation was recorded over like a year ago. And all of the jams that Karee and I dropped in this particular conversation are relevant right now today. Even though a year ago, over a year ago, we was not experiencing a pandemic. A pandemic wasn't even on the rise for us. The gems that we talked about in that conversation are relevant right now today. The action steps that we talked about in that conversation, you can take those action steps right now today. And what this tells me is that, or reconfirms, if you will, that number one, there's nothing new up under the sign, which is what the Bible tells us, right? There's nothing new up under the sign. And it also just reconfirms that, you know, this is not the first time, despite everything that's going on right now, this is not the first time that we have experienced sickness on a national worldwide um, scale. This is not the first time that we have experienced loss due to death of, you know, loved ones. This is not the first time that we have experienced financial loss, whether it's the fact that we've been, you know, laid off from our job, we've been furloughed, or business is closing now. This is not the first time that we have gone through a recession, right? And so this should give us hope, hope that we're going to come out of this. Like we're going to get through this. We just need to practice patience. You know, we need to lean a little harder on our faith and we cannot, we cannot pivot from purpose. Let me say that again. We cannot, and you know, I don't, and I don't like to use the word can't, we should not pivot from purpose because at the end of the day, purpose will provide the path that you need to take in order to get to your greatness or, or in order to get to that next season that you are reaching for. Purpose is going to provide the path for you to do just that. So I just pray that this conversation reinvigorates you puts that vibrancy back into those plans that you had at the top of the year 
and gives you the, the encouragement, the nudge, and the next step that you need to take in order to get back on track. Because family, whatever you plan at the top of the year, I've been saying this all month, right? Whatever you have planned at the top of the year, you can still achieve it. Now, will you achieve it by December 31st of 2020? I don't know, right? That's debatable. But it does not take away the fact that you can still achieve that goal and execute that plan and strategy that you had. The pandemic has not taken away your opportunities. It may have delayed your opportunities, but it hasn't taken away your opportunities. And I really hope that that sinks in with you. So you guys, without further ado, I want you to listen to my conversation with Karee. This is going to be one of those conversations that you're going to want to come back and listen to multiple times, like for real, for real. You're going to want to listen to it multiple times. So I suggest that this first time, just listen to the conversation in its entirety. And then the second time you listen to it, I'm going to need you to listen to it with pen and paper so you can take notes because it's just that good. (laughs) It's just that good. So without further ado, you guys, eavesdrop on my conversation with Karee. Sitting down and having a conversation with my girl, Karee. Hi, guys. <laughs> I know, right? This is a little like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it's happening. But yeah, it's happening. Yeah. It's happening. I am super excited for this particular conversation because this is like the coolest, one of the coolest people oh, wow. I have ever met on my entrepreneur journey. Oh, and wow. I, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. You're like you. so cool. So cool and, <sighs> and down to earth. So thank you for saying yes to having this conversation with me on tonight. You are absolutely welcome. Hey, thank you. And now I'm even more grateful for you having me. Oh. I mean, I they, listen, when you first started, I was like, well, I guess I'm not important enough. She asked me to be on our show. So you see how funny this is, right? Yeah. Like we sit in our own little bubbles and kind of mm-hmm. presume what others mm-hmm. think of us and where mm-hmm. we fall, which is also a lesson. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this was a strategy because tonight is my season finale. So I just knew that you would Are be you perfect. Serious? Yes. This is my wow. season finale. Okay. So right. I was like, Carice going to be perfect. I'm going to save her the best for last. <laughs> you got to save the best for last because I know it's going to be good. Because every time we have a conversation, it's just like we can talk for hours. Yeah. Well, you're not going to have talk to. Oh, thank you. You are really. You're easy to talk to too. <laughs> you should probably ask my team. Like, what <laughs> are you talking about? But okay. All right. But yeah. So, um, you guys know I like to start off the show just by telling you how I met the person that I'm interviewing, Karee. Met Karee. We were just talking um, before I hit the live button. Oh, hey, hey guys. Nana. Hey, come on in. <laughs> Nana's our mutual friend. I know. Look at you. Yeah. Welcome, Jess. Hey, Jess. Hey, Jess. Thanks for joining. So you guys know I like to just tell you guys how I met the person that I'm having a conversation with. And Korea and I met. We was just talking, saying that it was last July. Yeah. It's coming up on a year. Yep. Three months in a year. Yeah. I you came know. to one of her events here at Brand Lab Houston, mm-hmm. right off of what, 249 and Mango? Is that where so, we yeah, we're like at the corner of 610 and 290. 610 so, uh, 290, first exit is Mango. So, right mm-hmm. there by what is that Garden Oak, Oak Forest area? Yeah. 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 And we're in her, you know, at her facilities. You guys have to come over here. This is like the coolest, <laughs> cutest, like, space ever. This, man, I wish. 
that's okay. I'm gonna get my production together and we all come back. We're gonna do a tour. We can do a tour. Yeah. Are you are After you cool with all the with all the construction and stuff? Are you well, cool no. with doing a tour? Oh, you wanna do a tour? Sure. Yeah, Take, tour. Make it different if you want. I'm yeah, all for absolutely. it. You By the way, there's construction. Tour? So that's because she's under construction. Yes, we're making some changes. Mm -hmm. We're bringing some new life in here. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for it. Moroccan themed rooms and it's gonna be amazing. Yes, yes. So it's you're gonna, gonna see boxes and there's people in there painting and yeah. stuff all ripped up. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Because I wanted to do that anyway. But came to was that your very first event? Yes, that Public was our event. very first event. Public very event. first event. Yep. Came and had a great time. Met some amazing people. Nena was there, of mm -hmm. course. But I knew Nena before the event. But Nena showed up as well, mm -hmm. and it was a really good event. And then afterwards. We was up here to probably like I don't know, like eleven o'clock at night. Oh yeah, it was late. It was late. Talking. Yes, yes. She didn't. She didn't know me from a can of paint. But we sat here and we talked about business. Me, her, Nana. We talked about life, business, life, man, everything. Yeah, just so cool. You are yeah. so down earth, and Thank I really you. appreciated that too. Yeah, yeah. She's like a big sister. It's funny because I'm like a big sister. I'm like really because I look at her and I'm thinking this girl, this woman, she's. You know, doing her thing, following her tree. Thank you. You know, she's I see her all the time on social yeah. media and Thank she's you. just everywhere and you know, mm -hmm. she she gives you a, a glimpse into life and I'm just yeah. like, My God, like can I get a quarter of her life? <laughs> right. And so you see, yeah. 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 So tell everybody a little bit more about you and the brand lab. So I'm Karee, as you guys know. Um, I don't know how many of you have met that are on here, but um, so I started Brand Lab Houston in 2018, so last year's summer, and it stemmed from the initial company that I've had now for, we're going on six years, it's Studio Brand Collective, which I think um, a lot of people know um, in town, we're an mm -hmm. ad marketing agency. Mm -hmm. um, and when we moved to a larger space, it, it was honestly larger than we, it was twice the size of what we were used to. So we had all this space and, you know, I think I'm Jamaican born. So for me, waste is a thing. It, it, it exists, right? Sometimes yeah. we get blessed with so many things and mm -hmm. instead of apportioning it to others that can benefit, we hoard it all. Mm -hmm. um, and so in the back of my mind, I go, but we don't need all this space, right? So how can we make use of it? And if you know me, you know that I'm I'm a big feminist. Like I'm like girl power. Yeah. Like, listen, we can do it. You know, I mean, you know, my boyfriend's like, oh my god, seriously, woman power every day, all day, right? Like it, we probably didn't need men in my world, but you know. So I'm like, all right, let's do something for women, right? Yeah. What better way? There's so many women um, who are trying to, you know, find their path and trying mm -hmm. to kind of go on their their levels of excellence. And Absolutely. when I started, I was new to Houston. Um, I was an accidental entrepreneur, which is a whole different story, mm. right? Yep. And I started off nothing. I mean, I had so many points of getting to the brink of, I'm about to call this quits. Yeah. So many prayers that I had to pray. So I said, yeah. if I could provide something mm -hmm. that would help, you know, one woman or two yeah. to even at least ease the burden of that next mm -hmm. thing, then why not? I mean, mm -hmm. it's not like I'm going to pay any extra for the space, right? Mm -hmm. It's here. It's already collaborative. We do a lot here. So I opened the space up. And 
and um, we started this thing and I mean in in fairness and in truth it's not been the easiest of journeys because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm a little overextended but I think a lot of women can understand that yeah. right we've got a super oh, yeah. woman complex a lot oh, of yeah. time mm-hmm. so I've had to take a step back and you know really decide okay am I truly going to do this and mm-hmm. maybe my commitment is not you know all of this but it's taken smaller steps so yeah. that's kind of where we are um, we're doing some renovations um, you know when I first moved budget was was tight you know yeah, yeah. open truth of honesty when we yeah. moved here my cash flow was really tight and but we needed to move and so getting brand lab to where I wanted it to be wasn't feasible at the moment mm-hmm. um, and so I had to make some choices I wanted to still open it and mm-hmm. over time even and we don't charge for brand lab so the agency we use that money and put she it back don't charge for brand lab oh yeah don't let her say that too fast <laughs> she don't charge I don't so mm-hmm. you you know you use the space I mean there are some spaces that are private spaces yeah. that are very right. nominal fees right. for you to mm-hmm. use them and mm-hmm. so though there are costs there mm-hmm. but you know so now we're kind of revamping and actually adding stuff that I've wanted to add now for months and the idea is coming into the spring of this year we'll unveil it and we're gonna change how it's structured yeah add more events add more dynamics to it and really try to bring some more life into it without still draining kind of the resources Mm -hmm. so that's Mm -hmm. that's the story guys love it you guys we're gonna do stay tuned share this video with everybody share this video out because we're gonna do a little mini tour so you can see the space because it is the cutest contemporary space ever so if you just want to come and like shoot you know, like youtube videos or whatever videos oh, yeah. you definitely come. like look at this background like you can't even yeah. see the whole room but we'll do we'll do a little bit of we'll do a little bit of a tour so you know Karee, the whole purpose of this show yep. is to talk about living in your truth right mm-hmm. and we define living in our truth as having the courage to embrace all aspects of our of ourselves and present that person to the world because it's so freaking important to to do that and I love your story because you because you are an attorney right yep who stepped out on faith yep to start your business yep and that's like limiting your truth you guys I know I I talk a lot about business but hopefully you can you know take the business and and, Mm -hmm. you know and transfer over to life as well Mm -hmm. it's just this is the space that I'm in but her journey was so amazing. I want you to talk about that because she shared this with me oh. and then the, the the night that we first that we oh, first yeah. met and I just thought that was just it was amazing. It's a perfect example of what it what it means to live in your truth to, to step out and take that first step. Do you mind telling us that? No. So um, as I mentioned, I'm Jamaican born. Mm-hmm. So I moved to the States when I was um, late teens. So I went to college here. Went to undergrad, went to grad school, and went to grad school times too. Um, you know, if you're Caribbean or West Indian, or you know, uh, you have a strong culture, your parents are very yeah. much a, a big influence, right? Uh-huh. My parents uh-huh. were, and their philosophy was: you really, you only succeeded if you're one of three things: a doctor, an engineer, or a lawyer. Or a lawyer. Okay. Uh-huh. So as we were growing up, we were measured by those things. We were pushed through school, skipped grades because yeah. we were on our way to be those things. Uh-huh. Um, so when always said and done, I remember. Um, when I got done with my MBA, I told my dad I was really proud, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he goes, okay, well, I thought you were going to law school. Like, like who cares about an MBA, right? Like, 
I'm and like, that's huge. Right? I'm like, okay, fine. You know, so, you know, trying to please your parents, trying to be the good daughter, the good child, the good sister, you know, I mean, we all have that, right? So I went to law school, um, you know, studied, uh, passed the bar, um, practiced just for a little bit. I was in Michigan. And, you know, 2009 came around and you guys know that that was um, the automotive uh, industry situation. Yeah. And so life kind of changed in Michigan. I mean, Michigan is built on the automotive industry, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, much like Houston is built on, you know, things like healthcare or oil, oil and oil, gas. Oil and gas. Mm-hmm. Uh, the great news is it's healthcare and oil and gas, not just one. So we went through a crisis. And at that point, I was out of a job. I was out mm-hmm. of anything. I was... Um, Overeducated because you have three degrees. Isn't that crazy? We can't win for losing. No. <laughs> you get pushed to go to right because yeah. it's like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, you've got too much school, probably not enough experience the way I want it, or we can't afford to pay you, yeah. you know. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it was like, okay, what do I do? So I started sending resumes and I wasn't getting much bite. And then I had a friend who said, you know, try Texas. And I'm like, Texas? Like, who goes, who lives in Texas? I mean, the only thing I could think of is it's hot as hell in Texas, okay? And she said, well, you know, Dallas, you know, she lived in Arlington, Dallas. And she's like, okay, there's there's no recession here. I'm like, you know, we don't know what that means. And I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. So I started sending my resumes out. Mm -hmm. And, you know, by coincidence, I started getting, or not by coincidence, I started getting back responses. And I go, okay, something is going on, right? Yeah, yeah. So I grabbed my sister and I was like, this is now mid- um, uh, mid 20 2009 so that you're talking mm-hmm. about August 2009 mm-hmm. and I was like let's go to Houston um, I'm gonna go do some interviews and we're gonna go on vacation which if you know okay. August in Houston is probably not what you want to do for vacation right it's hot as hell she didn't know y'all she didn't right know right so I come down here and it's like oh my gosh it's freaking hot down here okay <laughs> But I loved it. There was something about mm. the city that it, it tugged at my heart. There was yeah, just something. Yeah. I felt something here that mm. it was it was nostalgic without yeah. even having to be yeah. here, you know, having been here. So yeah. I went back home to Michigan and I literally maybe about, I'd say, two months later, mm-hmm. like packed up all of my stuff. And I said mm. I was going to take a chance. Right. At this point, what do I have to lose? Right. I didn't, re- I didn't have a job. Okay. I had a little bit of savings and I was just like. Maybe this is the, the the curve that I needed to kind of change the trajectory of my mm-hmm. life. Um, and it, I felt like there was something else that it, it's just like it nicks at you. It's like yes. you never feel complete. You never right. feel I know that feel whole, like. right? Mm-hmm. And it, mm-hmm. it does. It's not about money. No, it's not about money. It's no. not about any of that stuff mm-hmm. because you could make all the money you want, but if you're not aligned with where you're supposed to be, that's right. You will forever. You're always gonna question yourself. Mm-hmm. You're always gonna be wondering mm-hmm. what ifs. It's just gonna be a depressing life. Yeah. And I was feel. I was feeling that. So yeah. I came here and when I came here, um, you know, I sold, I turned in my lease. I bought like a PT cruiser. Okay. Like $3,500 PT yeah. cruiser. Okay. And I packed up in there, like my clothes, my shoes, my purses, the most important things, the trifecta. Right, right, right. right. Of course. Right. And I like drove about, it was like, I think like 2,200 miles. Okay. Okay. So I drove, I, I parked in the car in a rest stop. I slept, you know, you can't go wow. to a hotel. I mean, you're yeah. on a budget, right? Right. Wow. Yeah. And I got here and I lived in a hotel for maybe like six months and wow. it's it, not like a fancy hotel. Like, you know, one of those like resident in things that, you yeah. Know, like an extended stay. Yeah. Has ex- the kitchen, <laughs> the little kitchen mm-hmm. and all of that. Right. Yeah. So I lived in that for a while. I didn't know anyone. So, um, I was just here. I was, um, 
interviewing and obviously mm-hmm. you know it's kind of like you're in the city mm-hmm. you know you're on very finite mm-hmm. you know things but it was now the world was in front of me and yeah. I remember going to interviews and, and getting offers but they weren't exactly what I wanted to do or what I felt that I wanted to do and I remember my mother having a conversation and she's saying you know listen you know at this point she's sending me money to, to augment my little you know because I'm not employed and yeah. you know the little savings are running out yeah. and maybe yeah. unemployment is gone at that time and mm-hmm. she says just take a job and I go but I've made this big decision I owe it to myself to, to kind of stick it out to weather it because I know something is going to come that's going to be for me. And it came. Um, I, I found a job that I was able to bring my experience in, in mm-hmm. operations and in business plus marketing. And okay. it was a creative field, okay. right? And it opened up my eyes. And then for Ooh. the first time, I was just like, oh my gosh, color, design fun stuff yeah, it was just like yeah. give me everything I was working mm-hmm. morning in a night like I was engrossed in it and you know after a while I felt like all right it was time to kind of start my own thing and mm-hmm. I saved up a little money a little money but I was living well well above my means so um we tend to do that right right and so what happens is that after a while um that money started running out so I got to the point mm-hmm. where I was maybe down to like eight hundred dollars wow Yep, you know what eight hundred dollars can do when you've got car notes, you know, <laughs> rent, mortgage, food. food. <laughs> I mean, you yeah. know, it was just like, uh, okay. You know, I had some small clients, but they weren't big, and yeah. so I was at the brink, and it was just like, okay, do you? I literally said to myself, do you mm-hmm. jump off of this precipice? Do you give up on this, mm. or do you go back and you know decide? Do I want to move forward? And I remember going, okay, I'm hard headed mm-hmm. and you know, I will plow through any kind of like boulders just just, yeah. just to plow, right? Yeah. And I remember I said a prayer and the prayer literally went for the first time, because I remember when I did it, I was like, Do you really want to say this to God? And I was like, No, I want to say this to God. And I said, Listen, God, I know I'm tough headed and I know yeah. that you know you might see a path for me that's yeah. not what I see or what I don't want to see, right? Yeah. Because yeah. sometimes the path's there and you're like, uh-uh, uh-uh, I'm not going there. I'm right, go left, right? right, right. And so I was like, for the first time, I go, if the path you want for me is really not what I agree with, I will go there. Mm. Because at this point, I truly need to know mm-hmm. what I need to do. So yeah. I will let you lead. I will follow whatever it is that you're going to put in front of me, even if I don't want to do it. Mm. And I remember praying. I even remember the bed. I remember the night. Wow. It was the it was the night that changed my life because I think for the first time, uh-huh. and I think that's faith. Yeah, you absolutely. gave up to you being in control absolutely. of your destiny. Absolutely, and you gave it to somebody else. You gave it mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. you know that person that you know your God, your being, and. For the first time, I said, you know, the wheel is not mine. I mean, because I think when you're raised to be ambitious and destined, you know what you think? You think that you have control of everything Mm -hmm. because you're taught Mm -hmm. to be that way. Mm -hmm. And it's not bad because, you know, no, I mean, I love my parents for saying to me, listen, you can do anything you set your mind to. Yeah. But at some point, you've Uh got to realize that that's not the only thing. There is a higher being that you do have to also be aligned with. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I remember that moment because if we fast forward, so I got my mother paid, you know, my note, my, you know, she she gave me some money and I was like, okay, so she gave me one month. This was December. 
And in January, her sister passed away and I went to the oh, funeral wow. with her, right? Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I went to support my mother and um, yeah. I said, all right, this is it. The January, I gotta make that decision. And as it turns out, that same January, mm-hmm. I get an email through LinkedIn, okay? Mm-hmm. And there's this guy who, if, in the job I left when I quit, uh-huh. he uh-huh. was an IT guy. Uh-huh. And I would always talk with him. You know, I'm a chatty catty person, like I talk with anybody, right? Yeah. And he he heard that I'd left my job and I started marketing and he would always, you know, we would always talk about marketing. Mm-hmm. He was in-house at an oil and gas company. And the guy who was the VP of marketing was the person who recruited him. Mm. So they were close. So okay. he kept saying to him, we're looking for somebody to do our marketing, yeah. oil and gas. You know, uh, they wanted the brochures. They wanted some marketing brochures for for trade shows, and they were charging them like thirty thousand dollars. And the guy says, "I think that's too expensive." So he reaches out to me and he says, "Listen, they're in the market. Can you mm-hmm. help them?" Mm-hmm. And I go, "Yeah, but you know, tell me what's going on." And he gave me the story and the breakdown. Yeah, and yeah. he said, "If you want the job, you know, just be smart about it." And I was like, "All right." I put my little pitch together. I mean, at this point, it was just me. I'd laid off my unpaid intern. Okay, who, by the way, is actually here. She works here now. She's a design director. Wow. She was on paid, and I had to lay her off. That's how bad it was. You had to lay off your unpaid. In December, yes. It's like, listen, at $800, like, I can't afford to even give you a little holiday bonus. You know, it was just like, she was on paid, and I was like, listen, I don't want to keep you here working for $0, right? And so, you know, I'll be honest, this is the situation. And so, um. I did my pitch and I went in and I told them I would give them a website, a brochure, a some um, some smaller brochures mm-hmm. in Spanish and in German and in English, right? You didn't tell me the Spanish and the German part. What? Yes, three languages. Wow. Right? Okay. And um, we would get all of that done for the $30,000 that the other company was going to just charge them for just the brochure. Just the brochures. And the guy who owned the company was an older gentleman, uh-huh. and you know uh-huh. he, they're still a client. And okay. he was just like, "Wow, I like you." And I was like, "Great!" And he gave me the job. Wow! And that was the first time, and the total was maybe about thirty-seven thousand dollars. Wow! Thirty-seven thousand dollars. Now, thirty-seven thousand dollars for all of that is like well beyond what we charge now, which is interesting. But at that time, $37,000 was like, oh my gosh, like this is friggin' jackpot. Because you go from $800 in your bank account to, to somebody signing yes. a thing that uh, we're giving you a contract for $37,000. Yes, that's huge, right? I was just like, God, God, like that's not even a, a yeah. double, that's not a quadruple, right? It's like a thousand percent increase or that's something like crazy, that. That's crazy, right? Yeah, yeah. And I was just, I mean, so now I'm like, crap, I got this contract, and then I have nobody because I laid the unpaid Because you laid off her unpaid intern. So now <clears throat> you got this contract. Now I've got this contract, and I got to go find people and figure uh-huh. out what to do, and that is what is where we are today. Wow. Yeah, you guys, y'all, y'all see how amazing that story was? <laughs> so think of me hearing this, just starting my business, coming mm-hmm. to this event, because I'm just not starting to get out in the world to do networking or whatever. And she sits and she tells me this story. You're talking about inspired, because how many of us give up way too soon? Mm. Yes. We give up way yes. too soon. We succumb to the yes. pressures of mom and dad and society Mm -hmm. you know because my mom you know Mm -hmm. she motivated me as much as she could but i heard more (laughs) growing up of 
you know, you're not going to be successful, yes. successful because of where I was yes. coming from yes. more than hearing, you know, you can do it, go do it, yes. you can do it or whatever. Mm-hmm. So just to go beyond that and not listen to that mm-hmm. and to continue moving forward, mm-hmm. not knowing what the heck it's is going to come, it's gonna come yeah. forward is, you know, it's, it's, it's hard. So to hear her story, what yeah. she just told you, she didn't tell me about the German part though. Oh yeah. Yeah. Tell me about the German part. Spanish that's like a, German. Man, yes. that's, that's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. And you packed up and moved mm-hmm. to Houston and I did the same, I did the same thing. Did you? I did because I came to Houston to go to law school. I got into third grade Marshall School of Law. Oh my gosh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did a, a, a year in law school and decided that this wasn't this is wasn't for me yeah. and i was confused by that because yeah. that was the only goal i had in my whole life yep. like you said being an attorney yeah that spelled success yes right yes. Mm-hmm. but then i get here and i'm like mm-hmm. i don't mm-hmm. i feel like i can check the box now like yes. I, I did it i accomplished it i'm here yeah so it's about to, now what oh my gosh that's so funny you said that mm-hmm. that's exactly what it was for me mm. because you know and every day you know i say and I, and I have to train myself to say, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't waste three years of my life because the experience that I got there, right? Yes. It really, it, it, it's come back in so many yes. ways. Being yes. able to read your own contracts, being mm-hmm. able to stand up, to, mm-hmm. you know, without have to hire somebody. I mean, we have an attorney now, we have all mm-hmm. that stuff. But, mm-hmm. you know, when you're parsing those things, yeah. that, that is invaluable. But that's exactly what I felt like. I felt mm-hmm. like law school was a box checker a for box me. Checker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's funny you say that because it makes sense now when you talk about living in your truth. Yeah. When you're checking boxes, it doesn't do anything yeah. for you. It doesn't motivate mm-hmm. you. It's just like, it's rudimentary. Yep. It's like just another yep. day and I'm yep. just doing yep. the motion, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what that was because, you know, it, it's kind of like I did it. I love the experience because I love the people, yeah. but... Yeah. It was like, okay. And mm-hmm. I even remember when I was done, my mother was like, you know, so while she's a, you can do it. She's also like a, uh, so you're not going to practice law anymore? Right. And I'm Gotta like, oh, yeah. you like, might need to give that up now. Right? And it's so funny because even with the company, when uh-huh. I was going through like, you know, ups and downs when you yeah. start, yeah. she's like, mm, you sure don't want to go back to uh, practice law? And I was like, you know what? No. And that's, you know, that's family. They're always looking out for your best interest, but sometimes their yes. best interest is skewed because it's subjective. It's subjective. It's subjective to your emotional. Mm-hmm. And it's also sometimes limiting. Yes. Right? Absolutely. Because it's based on complacency. It's not wanting to see you hurt, mm-hmm. not wanting to see you stress, not wanting to see mm-hmm. you strain. But remember that those things, those treasures yeah. yeah. are what get you to the good spot. Absolutely. Right? So Absolutely. if you prevent me from going to the good spot, you essentially are Absolutely. preventing me from growing. Absolutely. And... <laughs> Family, they, they don't mean you no, no harm, but don't. you still have to, yeah. you know, you still have to filter what they say to you as as well. That's just as that's just as important. You know, yes, it's rudimentary in the beginning, because mm-hmm. to be honest, I needed that mm-hmm. goal of mm-hmm. going to law school just to get out of the projects, mm-hmm. to get out and not to go back. Let me be specific. Mm-hmm. You can get out the mm-hmm. projects. The, the issue that I was trying to avoid is not going back. Yes. Right. Yes. So having that goal of becoming an attorney, I needed that. Yeah. But, you know, I just got to a point where it was like, OK, I need to do like what's right for me. Let me figure out why am I here and what it is that I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And, you, and you guys, that took time. And just like you, I had to tell myself to stop beating myself up 
saying that I wasted time. Yeah. Because no time is wasted. That's right. You know, the Bible said God will use everything for your good. So those years <laughs> of me wanting to become a lawyer and working towards that. Yeah. I'm, I'm using that now. The perseverance, the, yes. the resilience, yes. the not yes. taking no for yes. for for an answer yes. or taking a no and going in a different direction and not pivoting. letting that discourage. That's right. Exactly, yes. not letting that discourage me. So it was, uh, you know, just all a, a big lesson to prep mm -hmm. me to get to this moment. But we have to be patient. Oh gosh, yes. We have to be patient, mm -hmm. you know, and I love how you said, you know, your prayer. I'm going to have to use your prayer, girl. So I'm going I'm to watch the replay myself and I'm going to use your <laughs> yes. prayer because, you know, we, we tell God, you know, God, use me. Mm -hmm. Right. But are we going to let him use me? There though? you go. Yes. We say that. But yes. are you going to step back? It's like lip service. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. We tell God, God, take the wheel, but we won't let go of the wheel. Yes. Then we don't let go. Then we don't let go. So you told us your story. Thank you for that. Because that welcome. was amazing. So how do you find harmony between life and business? And I say mm -hmm. harmony because I don't like to use the word balance. balance. Ain't no such thing. Right. I don't like to use that. You know, I, I can't remember what the quote is, but um, I was talking to a very successful um, entrepreneur um, mm -hmm. and he says there is no such thing as, you know, work life balance right yeah. there's work balance and life balance i mean because your balances are going to shift yeah and you know i know social media you know we use the term self-care and um i mean mm -hmm. i certainly need to practice more of it if i'm being mm -hmm. truthful but mm -hmm. i feel that sometimes we use it incorrectly mm. when it comes to entrepreneurship right mm -hmm. because self-care and entrepreneurship in my eyes doesn't equate to you know, I'm going to go off and take all these trips. I'm going to go do all of this stuff. I'm, you know, because being an entrepreneur, you've got to sacrifice. If you truly want to get to somewhere that's mm -hmm. spectacular, somewhere that, you know, you hope will be bringing you dividends and returns when you're older, right? Yeah, yeah. you got to put some time in. Mm -hmm. um, but I do think that balance is, one, choosing your battles. Yes. Okay? Yes. Stand up for the things that you are really passionate about. Mm -hmm. And whatever those are, I yeah. mean, uh, me, for example, sometimes I have to talk myself down because I get really upset, like, you know, uh, disrespecting women or disrespecting women in business mm -hmm. or, um, you know, we, we do have this this world now that entrepreneurship is big and women are doing they're doing their thing. We are. Right. We showing up and showing out. Yeah. Uh -huh. But then there's also still people who kind of put down women and the effect that they can have in moving things. <clears throat> right. Yeah. And so sometimes I feel like, you know, it's just it's going to always be what society is. But you've got to you've got to speak up for the things you're passionate about. The other thing is, too, is that you have to be willing to say no. Right. I mean, yes. again, self-care mm -hmm. doesn't just mean vacations. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody's, you know, on the beach or right. Right. So self-care yeah. means saying this does not align with who I am. Absolutely. This does not align it. with what I want to stand for, what I want to be, mm -hmm. and you mm -hmm. know, all of those things. Yeah. So, so unfortunately I can't do it. Right. Right. Um, and I mean, I've you know, it's funny because when you start off as an entrepreneur, you say yes a lot because you're unsure <clears throat> of what's happening and that mm. insecurity of knowing where the next dollar is coming from. Oh. allows you to keep saying yes that's good mm -hmm. that's good you know mm -hmm. 
in my book, 31 Days of Truth, Manifest Your Passion, Power, Perseverance, I have a day, 31 days, I talk about mm-hmm. different truths, right? I talk about, I, I have a day dedicated for um, teaching how to say no. Mm-hmm. And I oh, also I have, yeah, that. yeah. And I also have a day on saying yes, how to say yes, yes. right? And that day was inspired by uh, oh, Shonda Rhimes' book. Yes, the year, year of, of yes. Year of, yes, I just got that book and the whole workbook thing. Ask me how far. Oh, there's, there's a workbook too. There is a workbook to I it. I didn't know it. You've got to kind of like you know each month, each day, what uh-huh. are the things you're saying yes to? What are the yeah. things that you're manifesting? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't know that. Yes. But I I put that in my book. It was uh, inspired from Shonda Rhimes' book, The Year of Yes, because I'm listening to her book and I'm like, how can you go your whole life saying no all the time to opportunities mm-hmm. like she had opportunities to like mm-hmm. have dinner with the president and she would say no like who does that right and and it made me reflect on my life because i say yes to everything mm-hmm. and that was because i didn't know what the opportunities mm-hmm. were so if something came my way i just said yes mm-hmm. but you know it could have been a little bit of insecurity and it's not knowing where to go where to go next. So can I tell you something? Yeah. It's the same on each uh, extreme. Mm-hmm. So people who say yes a lot uh-huh. Uh-huh. are insecure about what's to come. When uh-huh. you say no a lot, you're yeah. also insecure about what to come because yeah. maybe you don't value what you have yeah. to offer yet. Yeah. And we've, you know, we've all had the experiences where we've walked into spaces mm-hmm. and, you know, we're like, oh my gosh, am I supposed to be here? Oh my gosh, this, man, do you see who's in the Absolutely. room? Absolutely. Right? And Absolutely. so you feel like, you're out of your element or you're in a crowd that's way above your head. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you say no, not because you can't or it's not possible, but because you're fearful of actually doing it and experiencing it. Mm-hmm. So the, it's actually the extremes, right? Yeah. And so the flip of being able to say no is also being able to say yes to the things that align. The things that right? align. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like that balance of yes and no. Um, and yep. y- you learn that. It's funny now because, you know, when I first started off, I th- I'd take every client. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'm, yeah. You know, it's a client, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I am now blessed enough to say that, you know, when we have clients, there are certain ones that are just, unfortunately, they don't meet where we're trying to go in terms of growth, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then there are those where the money's good. But what you're asking me to do mm-hmm. is jumping through too many hoops, mm-hmm. and it's probably going to jeopardize a few things. Maybe one, my sanity, two, the sanity of my team, right? And, and that's just chaotic. Company. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And when you bring chaos in for money, you know what they say, right? What they say? Money is the root to all evil. The root of all evil. Right? Yeah. And if you're taking chaos, the love of money, money, the love of money. Yeah. The love of money. So that's the thing. It's like, as you evolve as an entrepreneur, Mm -hmm. the whole point about it is that you've got to put in your time so you're able to better align the things you do as you get older, as you grow as Mm -hmm. an entrepreneur, right? Mm -hmm. Because if you are, I know we love to say we're hustling and we're grinding, (laughs) but if you're in year five and you're still doing the same hustling and grinding, then we've got to kind of talk about what that looks like. Need to reevaluate some stuff. Yeah. Need to reevaluate some stuff. You know, you talk a lot about alignment and I love that, but to become aligned and to know what your passion, your priorities are, it takes Mm self-awareness. And that's something that we don't tend to do often as we should, you know, becomes, we should be, 
become self-aware every day we need to be learning something new about ourselves mm-hmm. but i think we fight it because in order to grow we have to address some things yes and there are some scary things that oh, we yeah. do not want to address yeah. i was talking to my bestie today and we was talking about that she was just like you know sometimes you get a little deep <laughs> right and people don't want to go that deep go that and, far, and yeah. i'm like you know what you're right but it that's it is what it is because that's 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 me. That's my journey. Mm-hmm. I had to die deep and before I can yes. before I can come back deep up to heal. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. right. And so some of us we we have to do that. And I know everybody doesn't have to get deep, mm-hmm. right? But we have to do the inner mm-hmm. work so we yeah. do know what it is that we're passionate about. Mm-hmm. So we can you know uh, set those boundaries mm-hmm. around our priorities and things like mm-hmm. that. So we can know when we're out of alignment. Some mm-hmm. of us we just walking around here, we doing things, and we don't even realize that we are completely out of alignment. Yeah, because we haven't taken the time to get to know ourselves. It, it you know yeah because we've we've also glamorized entrepreneurship. And we've yeah. glamorized the act of yeah. being an entrepreneur and tying that to the constant hustle and hustle and hustle and hustle, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but the thing about it is that a hustler isn't an entrepreneur and a, a hustler is a hustler, right? <laughs> an entrepreneur is somebody who's got yeah. an idea. Yeah. They take that idea, you know, mm. they're able to generate revenue off of it. Uh-huh. They improve it. They uh-huh. experiment with it. Uh-huh. And maybe they sell it. But at the end of the day, it, it's you start with something and you're perfecting and you're growing and you're growing and you're mm-hmm. changing, morphing and growing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, we a lot. I see a lot of times people coast. It's kind of like I'm just out here hustling just to hustle. Yeah. And we're not aligned with, okay, is this what you're really meant to do, right? Right. Is this what is meant to be your lane? Because the thing about it is when you find your lane, you excel sometimes even without trying. I mean, I hate say to that say that again for the people in the background. <laughs> That's all the way in the background. When you're in your lane, sometimes you excel. It's almost without you, even you trying. start to feel like it's mm-hmm. a magnetic power of pull. Mm. Mm-hmm. right things mm-hmm. it's you know law of attraction yes when you're in the right space the right yes. place the right mind the right lane oh the right mind it yes. just it comes and sometimes mm-hmm. you're like god you are good and he's saying yes i'm rewarding you for being true mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. you true and faithful servant right you ask for him to show you and guide you and you are going about it the way you're supposed to it, it just comes because i know there are people who say oh my gosh you started this company and with literally like eight hundred dollars, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we're not eight hundred dollars now, right? Um, and when somebody says, "Well, how did you do it?" I gotta really dig deep because I have to dig deep because I have to really figure out how the hell did I do it? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes it's not that clear, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's yeah. not like I was up here toting up a hill and a mountain. And while I can certainly pick out key things that I mm-hmm. felt like were turning points, yeah, I feel like a lot of it was because I made a commitment to follow a passion that I saw. I gave up a lot. Mm. I gave up things that people would hold yes. on to because of the clout of being uh-huh. a certain thing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. in that sacrifice, you almost strip yourself to the bare bones to say, mm-hmm. build me back up. Ooh. Right? Yep. And yep. in building me back up, mm-hmm. you start following, you start serving. Yes. Yes. And in serving and in doing, mm-hmm. you start realizing more, you start realigning. It just mm-hmm. life. I mean, I can work 15 hours a day 
and and it's just like it's just another day i'm yeah. back up again and i'm yeah. at it because yeah. it you are invigorated because it, it just it feeds your soul mm -hmm. it just keeps feeding your soul yeah and it, it's just hard to turn it off so mm -hmm. i think that you know that's going to be a big indi indicator for a lot of people is that you'll you'll know it's it's the weirdest thing but you will know you will mm -hmm. even if you are the busiest person you will be in a certain level of peace and a certain yeah. level of gosh this is it mm -hmm. and it doesn't mean that i haven't had moments where you know cash flow was a problem or you know we were financially tight mm -hmm. and that happens yes that's going to happen because that's yep. our life there is no perfect, you know, uphill. But when, again, when you're in your alignment, you work at it. You put mm -hmm. the time in and, you know, it, it, it comes to you. Mm -hmm. So that's the only thing I can say about that. Yeah, that's good. I love that. You know, we have to, I'm in this space right now where I'm just like um, questioning Everything. Um, yeah, just questioning mm -hmm. everything. I mean, not in a not in a bad way. Okay, you know, in a in a good way. A Maybe. lot of the yeah, mm -hmm. a lot of the things that I've like heard over the years, just growing up. Mm -hmm. You know, just just questioning things in order to in order to grow. Like for instance, I know we've been talking a lot about business, but you know, like for instance, um, people will say, or you may have heard, never mix you know business with pleasure. Yeah. But now I'm just in a space where it's just like, why yeah. not? Why not? Because, you know, your gifts, your talents, number one, that's going to set you apart from somebody else, yes. from somebody else. Mm -hmm. And I think that can be a uh, mm -hmm. problematic for, for most people mm -hmm. because your gifts and your talent is supposed to set you apart. Mm -hmm. But a lot of us, you know, we, we feel so absolutely isolated mm -hmm. for so long that we just want to fit in mm -hmm. oh, you know yes. and it's like but sometimes you have to stand back so people can actually see you and that may require but more importantly so you can see yourself so you can see yourself yes. so you can see yourself and yes. that may mean giving up some things like you yes. said that made me giving up some things yeah. I had to you know to, to give up some things but I gained so, so much more isn't it funny? Yeah. yeah. You gain so much more. And, mm -hmm. you know, service. Mm -hmm. I, I truly believe that we all have a call and a purpose in our mm -hmm. life. And I truly believe the common denominator of our purpose, everybody, is service. Mm -hmm. It's service. Mm -hmm. You know, I was, um, I've been doing for the month of March, I've been, I've been doing a mindset reset. Oh, good. Right? Okay. <laughs> By, yeah, mindset reset. By rereading my book, what is small group of of women and we were on the in a discussion we was talking and one of the ladies in the group she mentioned that um money is like it's like on a, the bottom of the totem pole when it comes to prosperity yes you know prosperity starts with faith yes family yep friendships yep then finance yep we are all out of order yep we are all out of order when it comes to prosperity. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And so we just, I don't, I don't know what it is that we're chasing. We're chasing money, I guess. The hustle, the grind, the glorification of entrepreneurship being equated mm -hmm. to money. Yeah. We see a lot of times, you know, I, I was listening to this video about, you know, how we use our influence online. We see a lot of people with influence and they use it for, um, you know, admonishing, you know, I mean, and granted, I'm not saying, you know, people, we don't as people need or want yeah, things to make yeah. us feel like we've put some work in. 
that's all fair. I mean, let's just be real. You know, we've all got nice clothes and, you know, a car and whatever the case may be. So I will yeah. not be the first to say I'm driving around here in a hoopty. But I think that I'll give you an example. So, yes. So I had a BMW before I started my little journey onto entrepreneurship. And okay. that was when I was in my little job. And okay. I was like, all right, I'm going to get me a little fancy car to go with, you know, in that mindset, yeah. in that mind space. And it's funny because I remember as when I first started and like, you know, months in and, and friends would say, how's mm -hmm. it going? And I go, mm -hmm. my car's not repossessed. And they were like, what do you mean? And I was like, the benchmark of my success is if yeah. my car gets repossessed, right? Yeah. yeah. And if it's repossessed, then it's repossessed. But I still drive that car now. Really? Mm -hmm. Okay. Right? So you're talking about 2011. I got that car. I still drive that car now. Yeah. And even with having a new car, that car is my favorite little car because I feel like she's been with me through everything. Mm -hmm. Right? So, mm -hmm. again, it's not about the money. Yeah. It, it really isn't. It Though, no, those things yeah. are going to come naturally. Yeah. Right? It's, it's really about, you know, all the things that you said, you know, between your faith and being connected. And mm -hmm. and it's it's hard because I think that the first few years you go through business, it's hard to maintain any yeah. semblance of a life. I mean, you're, yeah. you're trying to dig deep in mm -hmm. there. But you've got to get up for air. And eventually have you have to make it a somewhat of a priority to stay connected. Mm -hmm. It may not be to stay connected with all the 15 people that you used to hang out with. But and that's maybe, okay. Right. And that is okay. Mm -hmm. But maybe it is to be connected with a close few. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And as those close few grow, you'll realize that there's a reason why you maybe you're connected with those close few and your circle will get a little bit bigger or a little bit smaller. Mm -hmm. But the connection is important yes. and you're going to have to fight every instinct in you because you're going to want to dig deep and stay with your head down. So yeah. you're right. It really is about the connections, faith. Mm -hmm family, and certainly the finances that comes, you know, they say, and then somebody reminded me that if you follow your passion, you never really have to work a day in your life, right? That's what they say. That's what they say. Now, here is my, my theory to that is if you follow your passion, it doesn't seem like work, even though you're working. I think I like that better. It doesn't seem like work because it's, it's work. It's work. Yeah. It's work. Yeah. It doesn't seem like work. It uh -huh. seems like I am going after this thing that I'm passionate about as uh -huh. opposed to I'm working every day and why am I working? And when you are, when you fulfill, it yeah. doesn't seem like work. Yeah. But but you you work. You know, Nina and I, we talked about that on in her interview, mm -hmm. too. We brought that up. And just like, because my husband asked me about that. I was just like, you know what? Let me think about that really? for a second. Those are one of those things you question. Yeah, right? let me think about that for a second. Yeah. Yes, this is work. Like, AST is, is work. Yeah. You know, so if I get up at 5 o'clock in the morning and I'm working until, like, 8 o'clock at night, mm -hmm. that's work. Mm -hmm. You know? But it's, it's all good, though, because mm -hmm. I love what it is that yeah. I do. Yeah. Who wouldn't want to just talk to an amazing woman like this all day? I know. Oh my gosh, how long have we been? <laughs> guys, like, who wouldn't? Who, all would, right. who wouldn't want to do that? Oh, my right? gosh, there's so many nuggets. It is. It is. It is. It, it is. is. So, so what's next for Brand Lab? So for Brand Lab, we are doing our renovations. And, okay. um, you know, we're working on updating our website um, we've heard a lot of you, um, anybody who's ever been to Brand Lab, we've, you know, heard a lot of, um, challenges that we have and, and we've got them. Yeah. Um, you know, Brand Lab is sustained by the efforts of another company. And so if that company's not, you know, doing its thing, then Brand Lab becomes non-existent. So yeah. it's, it's hard, it's very hard and it's a fine balance, but we're working on updating the website so that, you know, um, users can do virtual tours or they can nice. book spaces actually online. So, okay. um, that's probably going to 
going to be rolled out, I would say, in the next week. The development team is working on that, which nice. I think is great. Um, we're working on streamlining the process so you have more um, upfront information about if you wanted to pop in or if you wanted to work from mm -hmm. here, what mm -hmm. that looks like. And then what we're going to go into 2019 doing is I want to um, bring in a lot of just man, just powerful women yeah. who know their stuff and mm -hmm. are willing to share those things with other women mm -hmm. um, and stuff that we need to know, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, I can tell you a lot of fails that I've failed and, you know, whether it is from hiring mm -hmm. to whether it is from pricing yourself yeah. out of the game or not pricing yourself high mm -hmm. enough, mm -hmm. you know, putting proposals together to pitch to get the job, branding yourself, marketing yourself, taxes, yeah. finances, credit, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. The list goes on. The list goes on, but they're all effective. Love life. Like, what does that look like? <laughs> right? What does that look like? Yes. It's a struggle. Struggle is real. Mm -hmm. um, friendships. The sacrifices that comes yeah. with doing your own thing because there are mm -hmm. going to be some yeah um you know so i'd like to get a really um awesome roster of women in here to share those experiences and to provide information that we can take away mm -hmm. um we'd mm -hmm. like to kick back up our quarterly events which we we actually pay for all of our events so for the drinks and for the food and for you know sisters to come together and talk about stuff and share and the last one was amazing but hold on don't don't talk too fast over that. She said that they, the brand lab, <laughs> pays for their own events. So you come mm -hmm. for free and you eat for free and drink for free. Yes. Y'all better come on over here to the brand lab. Yes. Yes. Go ahead. Absolutely. So <laughs> we're. I'm looking forward to all of that. And I, I'm really, I'm trying to, you know, she said stress thin. What did she say? Whatever she said. She was like, stretch thin is an understatement. But, you know, I'm really trying to put some time into really, um, expand the platform see you guys thank you so much share this broadcast with yeah. everybody that you know because they miss a great interview and they can take a tour of brand lab as well so you guys thank you so much thank you guys and i will see Bye. you guys in may we family right we family so you can tell me was that an amazing conversation or was that not an amazing conversation Everything that we talked about is still applicable right now today, right? Like, real talk, it is still applicable today. Like, just the, the, the pure passion and determination that Karee, you know, displayed throughout her journey is just so motivating and inspirational. And I love having conversations with women like Karee, who sees, you know, difficulties in front of them, but it doesn't stop them from moving. I love talking to people who is not afraid to, you know, go against the grain and do something different, right? In order to follow that, that itch that she talked about that's on the inside, which is literally purpose. It's literally the Holy Spirit guiding you to keep you on track to purpose. All right. So 
man, that was such a good conversation. It was such a good conversation. I'm gonna have to listen to it again myself, you guys, because, you know, I'm no different from you. I need the motivation and inspiration on a daily basis as well. The reason why I'm able to come to you with this much energy and fire and passion, you know, for operating my purpose is because I work on my motivation on a daily basis. I am pouring into myself on a daily basis to make sure that I'm always full and not pouring from an empty cup. This is a daily commitment, you guys, a daily commitment. So I just encourage you to listen to this episode as many times as you need to. It is 100% okay, all right? It's 100% okay. And if you just need some additional assistance, because it's a thing, right? It's a thing to need help and it's okay. Just because it's a thing doesn't mean there's something wrong and it surely doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. All right, you are perfect as you are. But if you need some assistance on your self-awareness journey, then please connect with me. Go to LakeishaWooder.com forward slash coaching for more information because I want to partner with you. Because when you win, I win. So I am really, truly invested in you operating your purpose because there is something in you that the rest of us in this world needs and I truly believe that it's my purpose to help you embrace that gift so you can present it to the world. Family, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to my podcast every single week. Again, if you need support on your self-awareness journey, head over to LakeishaWooder.com forward slash coaching for more information. Also note that all Audible recommendations given on the podcast are linked in the show notes and you can try Audible for free. Please remember to leave a five-star rating, a comment, and share with everyone you know across all your social media platforms. Because as you know, I set a lofty goal to touch one million hearts within the next two years. And I can only do it with your help. So please remember to download each episode, share, and talk about living her truth with everyone you know. Well, family, I appreciate you. My heart is filled with so much gratitude. And until next time, always remember that you are enough and your truth is beautiful.